Greetings and salutations from the podcast guaranteed to burst balloons of delusion and cast the grim light of common sense on any fairy tale of sentiment and insipidity. In other words, the Don is seated in the booth of power. Micah the mic dog is warming up her vocal cords, and Hugo just doesn't care. And we are Sandy Kleppel of Gemological Esoterica. Hello. And Linda Strohshane of the Mercury Academy. And we're still Two Dozy Broads. Take it away, Sandy. I wanted to start the podcast with just a little bit about Chinese New Year, which starts on Tuesday, February 5th. And in case somebody's listening to this two, day, two years down the road, it's 2019. That's it. it. Yep, we have to say that. This year, it's going to be the year of the Earth pig, and it is going to be the end of a 60-year cycle in feng shui. That doesn't mean anything dire. It just means that the feng shui full cycle is 60 years, and this is the end of a cycle. So if you would like to do something for Chinese New Year, I'm just going to list off a few things. I'm not going to get into you have to put the red pillow in the blue pillowcase and do in the, in the north, south, east, west. I'm not going to do that. There's many, many things that you can do for Chinese New Year that will start the, 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 the new year off right and are very, I'm not going to say simple to do because they're not always simple, but it's very straightforward things. So the first thing is clean your house. Oh, Before, there's always a catch, isn't there? There is. That's... <laughs> And that would even the dog thinks so. And that would be before Tuesday the fifth, so the house is clean by the fifth. The next one you could do is offer incense, incense or sage in each room. Mm -hmm. That's another good thing to do. Get a little new energy in. Um, Something else that it's always kind of nice to give away unwanted items. I know there's that big deal going around right now where if you don't like it and it doesn't give you joy, it has nothing to do with that. We all have things in our lives that you look around and you say, I don't really need that anymore. Exactly. Take it to the Goodwill, donate it to the veterans, just do something, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. The other one is throw broken things out. Broken items, even if they're family heirlooms, do not have good feng shui energy so by getting rid of the chipped and broken cups or the the plate you've you've glued together 50 times or whatever it is get rid of old broken things well there goes our set of dishes (laughs) paper plates there we go the other one is just make a donation to those that are poor or more unfortunate we're in the middle of this horrible deep freeze right now and It's, there's all these things, you know, people people need socks, they always say, they need whatever. Mm-hmm. Go to the, my local grocery store actually has a $10 bag that you can buy to put in their, their food shelf thing. Mm-hmm. So spend 10 bucks on the 4th or 5th and take a bag and give it, to, give it to those less fortunate than you. I have a question. If you are not going to completely clean your house, speaking as yes. someone who's not going to, does any cleaning you do count toward help and well if you if you're thinking about i'm doing this for chinese new year i'm okay. doing this for new year's and it will it will help um <laughs> it won't hurt it won't hurt Good. um i i grew up with 
some very, very strict Asian women in my life who it was the night before you made sure there was not a dish in the sink. Every speck of clothes were done out of the washer and dryer. Everything was put away. Um, you know, the first thing in the morning, you open the front door. Of course, it's cold around here, but you at least open the front door and made let the new energy in mm-hmm. and that type of thing. But they were very, very strict. And I... It's I, laudable, but... It wow. is. It is. I kind of have more of a tendency to do it for the Western New Year now, January 1st. I don't generally redo it. But I will burn some incense in each room of the house. I'll kind of go along the walls. I yep. might do some clapping, which is a, just clapping, which is another thing to break up energy. It's kind of the Chinese equivalent of the firecrackers. Okay. So those are just some very, very simple things that you can do. Mm-hmm. The year of the pig is supposed to be very very uh, happy and prosperous. Think of the big happy pig that just kind of wanders around. Uh, the year we're getting out of is the year of the dog, and he was a very aggressive, mean dog. He was Cujo. He was rabid. He really was. And it's going out ugly the last few days of this uh, It is. This Chinese well, the whole, the whole year is Cujo's claws are just, yeah, are just dragging, dragging out the door. I don't want to go. Yep. It is, it is scary, but it's very So scary. that's what I have for Chinese New Year. So. All right. And so now we're going to discuss the dirtiest trick played upon modern men, the ultimate heads you lose, tails you lose more, you loser. Valentine's Day. <laughs> and first, I want to give you a little background. St. Valentine was a Roman saint. And, of course, he was a martyr because in those days it was easy to become a martyr oh, yeah. because so many people ended up dead. And, and the ghastlier you die, then the, the saintlier you the became. The saintlier you could become. Yes. Uh, he's a patron saint of a lot of things, but among them are marriages, love, beekeepers, and plague. This <laughs> So you pray to him to have plague or to take it away? I don't know. I guess it depends on, on the marriage or the love you have. If, okay. if you've got or, a really bad relationship, then it's like plague seems better, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, now, this whole romantic mess that we're dealing with began in the 18th century. That was the time when they were remaking the, the, the uh, Renaissance and the Middle Ages, especially the Middle Ages, into a time of knights and ladies noble and courtly, all of these things so beautiful, instead of the brutal, greedy, and smelly time it was. And here's where the problems began. Now, this, this that we have now built up on us slowly. Things didn't move very far for centuries. And, and in the 19th century, there were little little lacy valentines that were passed around and all of that until television took over in the 50s. It was a little bit in radio days, but more in TV. Suddenly, husbands and boyfriends became penalized for not doing enough for their lady on Valentine's Day. Sitcoms were full of angry women and men frightened into spending lots of money on this supposed day of romance. And so it became very much like a shotgun wedding. (laughs) Now, by the 80s, if a man didn't spend at least part of the kid's college fund on jewelry or edible knickers, he was an uncaring pustule. And this brings us to where we are now. When we were kids, it was... Here's a little bit of candy, and everyone would exchange some weird-looking little valentine with all of the kids in class in grade school. And beyond that, maybe if you had a girlfriend or boyfriend, you'd give them some goopy card. Yeah. But 
it's now gotten blown out of all proportion to the point where there is no sanity involved in it anymore. Isn't it like the second or third largest spending holiday in the country? It has become that, and it has become that out of fear. This this is this is like some some form of mafia thing where they sell protection. You will have my love, but you I must I must as they used to say in the mob movies, wet my beak. And there have to be all these women who think who are nice women who think they are supposed to turn into some sort of Saint Valentine's Day Zilla <laughs> in order to fit the format in order to go along with what there is. And we we stand against that here. Yes, we do. My husband and I don't even celebrate the silly thing. We just say, oh, it's Valentine's Day, and then move move ahead yep. to, the, to the next real thing that might be going on in the year. Uh, however, in spite of this, we do have some ideas to assist you through this nauseating miasma of excess and sweat. We do. And Sandy has some right now. I've got a couple of stones. The first one, I always have a couple of stones. <laughs> always a couple I of always stones. have a couple of stones. The first one I want to talk about is a sex stone. Oh, Things good. to get you revved up if, as if you... Two dozen roses and four pounds of chocolate, that just pretty well puts you into a coma. But, exactly. But um, the sex stone I want to talk about is Thulite, T-H-U-L-I-T-E, Thulite. And it's kind of a pinky red stone. And it is very, very good for first and second chakra. Not so much love, but sex. Lust. Lust, sex. So I'm not exactly sure how you would use it from person to person. Uh, maybe you want to include, maybe you want to include something in a card. Maybe you want, however, a pendant, however you want to work it, but it has. So if someone gives you a two light pendant, you either jump on them or slap them in the face. Pretty much, oh. pretty much because they're being, if you're a rock, if you're a rock <laughs> fanatic, they are being extremely obvious about what they want. <laughs> They're being very familiar with They you. are. They are. The second thing I want to talk about is one to remove some of the, just the old implants that we've picked up about, well, about anything, but about, mm-hmm. about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. If you just want to get rid of this old energy and crap and junk, and I don't want it anymore, and I don't want to be tied to it, and I think I've talked about this one before, but serpentine, because oh. serpentine with a bit of meditation, can remove implants that are no longer in your highest good. So your sexual pre-indoctrination can be diminished or gotten rid of completely with. Yes, you can, can, or you can just get rid of it, you can supplant, you can do whatever you want to do with it, you can get rid of with serpentine. So that's um, it. They should they should give that to all sorts of people who have issues. Best one lying down, put it on your third eye. And think about while you're in kind of a, a meditative state, um, removing all implants that are not in my highest good, or well, however you want to put it. So those are the two that I have. Um, I do have a side question. Yes. Define an implant that would be in your highest good. Um, okay. Some of them would be parents, when we were kids, were very short on compliments. 
Okay, remember that? Well, no, yours were. All right, my my parents were extremely short on compliments. I'm sorry. Okay, but when my father when my father would say something to me, and he would say, "You are a really smart kid," mm-hmm. and he would say that quite often. That was an implant that got put in me okay. that was for my highest good. Okay. Because he was telling me, I, he wasn't exactly saying, I love you and I'm proud of you. He never said that. But it would be, he, he was telling me that you're a good, smart kid. And that's an implant that we say, we don't just save the crappy ones. Mm-hmm. We save the good ones, it's, too. Yeah. So well, that, that's that's a that's a good thing to know. So the one my mother kept trying to implant in me to clean. Yes. Well, it could be a blessing or a curse, depending on. In your case, it turned out to be a curse. But well, yes, but now it's turned into a blessing. There you go. So, so some some implants can be time sensitive. In other they words, can. when you're when you're young, they can be abysmal. But then you yes. get older, and you suddenly realize they had a point. And that's why I always say, if they're not in my highest good, because okay. um, it's like now you've had several health issues, mm-hmm. and some of the things that the doctors and nurses have told you have become implants in you mm-hmm. that are actually in your highest good for yes. your health and protection. Yes. Sometimes they can scare you straight. Yes. And also, you know, just the fact of your mother saying, you know, look both ways before you cross the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, don't you look both ways before you cross the street? Oh, my, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there are... Otherwise, I get work. a sharp astro elbow in the eyeball. There you go. So, anyway. So are you ready? Are you ready for me? Yeah, I'm ready for you now. <laughs> no one ever, no one else ever is. And now, for my part, one thing you can do is take a little sachet. It's it's nice if you have it in a plastic bag because some of this could go all over the place if you've got a loose sachet. But make a sachet or a tiny baggie of basil and three cloves, and you put that together and you affirm it to help promote loving energy and sanity mm. emphasis on sanity and <laughs> this is not just for valentine's day this is for any time of the year and any any relationship you're dealing with because it's not only good to have a a, a loving heart loving energy but you also need sanity you cannot take the left brain and lock it in the back room (laughs) when you're making emotional decisions or you'll suddenly wake up and say to yourself oh my god when did i pick this now another thing that is very good for romance is beets red beets red beets okay Beets, uh, what, what, what they would do in, in, in ancient times is they'd, they'd take the liquid from the beets, they'd grind them down and squeeze and all that and take the liquid. And now that liquid would be used instead of blood to write out a ritual, oh. you'd use beet. But you can use it and you can write, you can write an affirmation or you can write the, the name of a, a, a loved one in it. Uh, we will we will talk later of why that is a very bad idea unless you're really prepared. So maybe you don't want to do that. But if you're going to scarf down any food, you got oysters over here. Have yourself something with beets, especially if you're a German. Yo, get, you know, get yourself some good beets. Beets are your friend. Now we also have more on the felicity, felicity of the yard rock. <laughs> Last month we talked about the yard rock. And for resolutions, maybe it would be a good idea to just find the biggest rock you could find in the backyard. Throw it at and, it. And 
hit yourself over the head with it, or hit him, or hit him over the or hit somebody over the head with it. Um, not that we are encouraging violence. We are not encouraging violence. We are not encouraging head hitting. No. Um, but we we were we were laughing because we were talking pre-show about dating sites and different oh. and some of these just her, absolutely horrendous things. Not and, enough and serpentine there. Not and and sexting and um, yeah. and all of that type of thing and. I was commenting that maybe one of the best things you could do is grab that yard rock from last month's uh, episode that we did and just hit, start hitting yourself over the head with it. I want to sex, sex, sex somebody. Bang, 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 bang. Or, or use it to temporarily disable your dis- fingers. Discom- decommission the finger that, so will that you type so, so that you cannot hit send. Why yes. would you send pictures of one of the ugliest? Portions of the human anatomy, and you're of course you're thinking that you will never apply for another job, and that you will no this this picture will not go everywhere, yeah, right. and that this person whoever you're sending it to the beloved will love you forever, and they will never come to you and say, oh, I just put it out all over the world wide web. You. No, you can't be that trusting of human nature, no well, matter part, how you love. That, that's why, well, that's why it, you though, need the basil and, and, and yes. three cloves for your sake. Part of it is they're only supposed to send the picture, and you're only supposed to be see, to see it for a certain amount of time uh, before it I goes away. I don't, I don't buy cloud. that one. I've heard, I've heard horror stories. So anyway, but that, oh, that was another bit now, of it. Now, one thing, if you want more information on this satchel business, sachet business of basil and basil and three cloves there is a tie-in i have a blog at www.twodozybroads.com and i have slowly begun to play with it and there 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 is something out there that's useful now and i will put this out there and we'll put out other remedies over the course of time linda this is technically linda's web page technically technically although Anyway. Linda needs a lot of help with it because the first the first page of it is is how to contact Linda if you would like to have a private reading with her. Yes. So and then she is blogging, I believe, on the second page. Yes. And the uh, any remedies and things that she gives you will be in her blog. Yes, they will. And we are hoping this time to actually start posting the two dozy broads podcasts, embed them in the website on another page. So uh, that's going to be depending on how talented I'm feeling on any given day. But we're hoping to get the webcat, the web or the podcast embedded. So we'll we'll get the the, the large vinyl records and yes. we will broadcast. There you using go. There you the, go. What they used to use. Well, this basically is what we have at this point. It is. It we is. We have we have fleered at Valentine's Day. We have told people. That they need serpentine and they should eat beets. And that they should use thulite if they want to have a hot time in the old town tonight. Yes, but before you use the thulite, will you just make the sachet and then sniff it there just you a go. little? There you open go. the little baggie and just sniff it. And and after you're through using it, don't put it on cooking because it'll all be saturated <laughs> with all of all of the hormones and pheromones and all these other pheromones and all this other nonsense you have. So on behalf of the Don who put a basket over his head long ago and uh, Micah who has just fallen asleep. Gave us one simple wolf today. That was it. Uh, Hugo finally woke up and got interested. Yep. 
Uh, I am Linda Strohshane of the Mercury Academy. And I'm Sandy Kleppel from Gemological Esoterica. And we're still Two Dozy Broads.